We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm doing my Gianni impression. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for, for coming out on this, this sad, sad, lonely Monday night. But you ain't got to be lonely. You're here with us. Uh, let me just introduce my esteemed colleagues really quick. We got uh, Mr. Goins producing the show tonight. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. No problem. I know we don't have music in the beginning, but we'll, we'll fix our next show. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Listen, all you're doing is spotting up. You spotting up. You, you catching listen, and shooting. That's all you're doing. Listen, Brian. catch and shoot. Pull that shit, Brian. Let it go. <laughs> okay. That's all you're doing. Come on, Hamish. All you're doing. As long as I'm better than G for when he produced uh, Hangover Time last week. Doesn't I mean, take much. Uh, uh, we're not doing that, Brian. We're not. We miss you, G. We miss you, G. Uh, <laughs> Do we really? Uh, oh. Oh. Oh, we see we we got my girl we got we we got my girl here uh uh Bond as as everybody calls her I call her Shy but Shy say what's up to the people? What's up? Hi, Carl Tiana. Hey, people. What's up, Tiff? Frankie, Beat, Goins. This feels like a good one. Let's have a good time. We don't. We do miss you. Listen, y'all gonna back up off my boss, okay? Right, we miss Cut you. Cut it we out. And I got my guy. What they call you, Frankie? Two K Coach Extraordinaire. Is that what they call you? That's what the streets are saying. When is the last time you played 2K? When's the last I time I played, played 2K awesome. since like LeBron was probably on the Heat? I think the Bro, last time I played 2K. that's like ten years ago. <laughs> I know. Listen, and don't be mad. Frankie doesn't have his he doesn't have his official mic, so he's talking to y'all through a wind tunnel. But we are gonna make it work. Hell yeah, let's do it. We are gonna make it work. So let's, so let's go ahead and get this on and pop it. So first, first things first. Um, just to let y'all know, this show is basically hard truths and expectations. So we we about to get all y'all agendas in line. We about to just basically kind of just <laughs> shake it up and wake up the folks. Because um, I'm tired of some of y'all on the timeline. Like, I really am. But y'all know me. I keep it I keep it 100. And, I mean, I don't let y'all bother me. But some people down and bothered. So we're going to get it together today. That's what we're going to do. So let's just kick it off. Topic number one. Let's be real, y'all. Let's let's talk about these expectations that we have, other people have, and are they being met? The expectations for the starters, the expectations for the bench. Take it in for a second. 
But I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna lead this off with Frankie. Frankie, let's go ahead and let you lead this off. Um, my the starters have been about what I expected. They, I I I thought it was flawed from the start to just have Tyler as a starter and not make any changes. I didn't think it made sense to have Kyle and Tyler together uh, and Caleb because now you had you had to put Caleb by point of attack. You had to move uh, Kyle onto bigs or Jimmy onto bigs and already you're at a disadvantage because you're playing small from the get-go and now you have to play extra small because your four is guarding ones. Right. So, right. you know, with just giving Tyler that spot uh, and that extension, you know, I, I was one who said they sh- probably should have waited. It helped their flexibility. They could have made more trades. I feel like if they mm-hmm. had Tyler at his rookie salary, instead of that, po- the, the cap mystery that is that rookie extension the difficulties that that happens provision yeah the poison pill um it just (laughs) made things a lot more difficult for them so i but with no moves made i figured they'd be good against some matchups but they'd have uh issues against good teams and they've shown Mm -hmm. that they're just that they're good against bad teams and they're they have issues against good teams Right. So before before I go to before I go to Bond, Brian, can you just explain what the poison pill is to the audience? So it's just a provision that the NBA put for rookie extension contracts only. So it's for any salary that basically is on the last year of the rookie. Uh, so so rookies are able to sign extensions leading up to the final year of their rookie deal. Um, they have to sign it before the start of the new NBA season of their final year on their NBA contract. If they sign it like Tyler did for his four year, I think, uh, I don't know how many hundred million dollars he made, but he made a lot of money. Um, basically, the NBA um, takes that number plus the final year of his contract. So it'd be five years at a hundred and I'll tell you exactly amount he's making right now. I think it was like 130. Yeah, something like that. And they basically average it out for those five seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, they average it out only for trade purposes. So it's not like he's making that much this season. He's still making a rookie salary right. this year. His his contract doesn't kick until next um, next season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he signed a four-year, $120 million contract with $10 million incentives. So they're going to take the incentives right now because they don't know if he's going to reach them or not. So it'd be basically $130 million on top of what he's making this season, which I think on his final year of this contract, he was making close to $7 million. Okay making 5.7 this season. So 5.7 plus 130. So to average out to about 136 divided by five, that's basically the amount that, that would have to be sent out in a trade to another team that they would have to have the space or flexibility to take that in. If right. you were to trade Tyler hero and then Miami, What's that, a, what was that number again, Brian? Feel like 136 divided by five. I mean, I can give you an exact number, but. Kind of- oh, 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 I thought you said it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's about twenty-seven million, give or take. Okay. Twenty-seven million. Yeah. That's how much he would have to be sent out to another team that they would have to absorb into their, either their space or they have to make flexibility by training out other contracts to take him in. But Miami would only be able to send out five million or five point seven, basically his rookie salary of that, meaning a difference of about twenty-one million dollars that Miami basically would have to find a way for another team to have that in space if they were to just send them out. So that's kind of hard to trade match because normally trade matches are within, you can trade match up to about 10% and and you can make that work. But when you're talking about, you know, what, three times his current salary, four times his current salary almost, that becomes very difficult in terms of trade matching, which is why I said the only options for trading him 
at this point would probably be sending him to a team that has um, cat space, which Indiana doesn't have cat space anymore now that they signed Miles Turner to his extension because they basically ate up whatever money they had left in cat space to re-sign him to to a three-year extension or two-year extension. And they averaged it out with this year included, and then they brought it down 40%. So it's like crazy what they did. It's like a really common extension that's ever happened in NBA before, especially to that to that degree. But um, basically, the only team I could think of that could take in Tyler and make it still trade him, because he's still trade eligible, is San Antonio. And I don't know if they would really want to take in um, Tyler's salary for what he's making, especially if they're trying to tank too. Right. I don't know. Right. Okay. All right. So basically what you just told us he ain't going nowhere this year okay no, next year next <laughs> just year so y'all sure, know in layman's terms brian just broke it down he ain't going nowhere so let's put that on the back burner <laughs> all right <laughs> now let's let's carry back on to where we were um bond let's 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 kind of talk about where frankie left off with uh the expectations yeah, you know, for someone like myself, they are pretty much kind of right around where I expected them to be. Some things look a little worse than I think I expected it to be. And Wait, I'm just surprised. let me interrupt one, one second. Hold, just hold that. Um, we're not trading Tyler, just so you know. But that if if you are looking to make a big trade, that's the guy you're trading. Like you, you have you have no one else to trade. You're not trading Bam. You're not trading Jimmy. That's the reason why uh, that discussion was had. But we're not, we're not trading Tyler, nor is he going anywhere right now. So that yeah, this is this is where we are. Yeah, I um, they're about right where I I kind of expected them to be. Like I said, some things look a little worse than I I thought they might. Some things I'm a little surprised by. I am surprised by the poor shooting, but I'm kind mm-hmm. of not because I saw what this roster was this year. I know what I believe the roster to have been at its heart last year, and mm-hmm. you didn't make any moves. You lost a key cog. You moved two people out of your bench into your starters. So your starters needed time to adjust. Your bench is still in flux. They just kind of kind of started to, to figure it out. Um, you know, I know there's some bench discussion later, but um, I I collectively, I think they're about maybe right where I, I thought they would be. Bam looks really good. I'm plus I, I love the way that he looks. I am I think I'm most surprised by his consistency. What feels like consistent enough for me for him to continue to do the things that he's doing? People don't want him taking that shot. You have to shoot that shot or you're going to keep getting like Brooke Lopez staring in your face or just all of these drop bigs who were come like flat out disrespecting that man and, and styming the offense. Um, the defense, I expect it to be a bit tighter. Um, I know some of these numbers say what these numbers say, but like, you know, what it is, fuck some of them at least some of them numbers um it's it's a, a lot of their shell defenses are continuously getting getting penetrated they're sometimes we're over helping a lot um I'm, I'm happy to see that they're starting to do some different things um i wish they would have pulled out of some things a little bit earlier so all in all for me um i think as a, as a unit i would say they're like maybe about like 82% where I kind of expected them to be. And then that other 18% is I, I thought I wanted the defense to look a little crisper 
and and some of the offensive stuff I am myself surprised by. But all in all, I'm I'm not. Right. I've been real with who I felt this roster was, what these players are, and there's no disrespect to them. It's just the makeup, it's just the moves, it's just the right. Caleb and Tyler, and like it's a lot. And some of the writing was on the wall last year. I do think that there is something to the idea that maybe we let or people let themselves be. Bam does deserve knockdown shooters. And I think he still has some. I'm less worried about the shooting than I am personally about some of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I think some people were a little too, felt a little too comfortable with the, we lost by one shot. Nah, one shot would have got you there, but you didn't lose by one shot. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, they're about, they're about right where I, me personally, I kind of thought that they might be. Hmm. It's aesthetically it's not what i expected no. aesthetically it's it's but again that's some of the offense like i you know i th I, I think they're all the way where i thought they were going to be i never yeah. i I, ne I never bought in i thought they could you know i i thought what did i say to you what did i say to you bon i thought they'd probably be a fifth seed six seed yeah so, somewhere in five six um but it's the way that they got there that that's the part that is the surprising to me. That's right. the, to me, like, the way, because I look at this team <laughs> and it's like, you already know you've got like four players that are going to miss X amount of games. You should know this already. You knew that coming into fan, There's no reason to be crying about injuries. We already knew this. You look at the makeup, all the players that have been injured are the players that are always injured. This is just who this team is. Um, so I took that into consideration. I took and then with that, on top of that, Tiff, on top of that, you have injuries now to some of your secondary guys. You have Gabe with injuries. You have right. Max with some overuse stuff. So yep, <laughs> yeah. So I took that into consideration. I also took into consideration you are, you are, um, hedging your bets on a player who's been severely injured for two years, almost three years, yeah. I guess, Vic. Um, you decide to take two of your bench players and put them in the starting lineup without adding to the bench. That's what I've been. <laughs> um, so all these things I already took into consideration. Um, like I wasn't fooled. Like I didn't think that like miraculously Caleb was going to grow six inches. Like all these things, like I, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. I think for me though, um, more concerning, like you said, I'm honestly, the shooting is what it is. I'm not worried about that right now. There are multiple ways to score in a game besides hoisting up threes, which Come on. they need to figure that part out. Um, Come on. <laughs> I, th I think what I'm more concerned about is that you, you, you hedged your bets on a starting lineup that realistically and i and i and y'all know i don't care what the numbers say they don't look good they don't look good together i don't care if they win or if they lose it is not pleasing to the eye and it is not without having to scrap every single point that's not how it's supposed to be not every night every night is not supposed to be a dog fight it's not to, to your point about them like hedging their bets it's like they shot their best shot immediately. Like even yeah. if you and and again, it's not just Tyler. It's Tyler Caleb. It's not buttressing the bench with some other stuff. Even if that's kind of the the, I don't know, maybe. But you couldn't predict for Vic. Not understand that that was a big part of it early on. But it's like you put like your what was supposed to be the best machination of yourself 
that right. was presented on the table. And right. then I know all the injuries and now everyone's back healthy and, you know, it's going to take time, but it's like, damn, this was what was supposed to be like our, our best shot with this group or, or our kind of peak configuration and right. it's gotten off to this kind of choppy of a start. Right. Um, before we get to your breakdowns, I want to touch a little bit on, um, cause we, we talk, I have to, <laughs> thank you. Bless. Um, let's touch a little bit on the bench before we do get to your, um, to your breakdowns because it's, it's an interesting unit, you know, it's not, um, it's not conventional. If you really look at the, the main five pieces, it's not really conventional. Um, but I feel like they play conventional. I feel like the way that they play together, it doesn't mm -hmm. give us room for, uh, give them room actually to use what their best skill sets are. Am I wrong? Am I right? Tell me what you guys see when they're out there. Um, I see a lot less of the diversity that they had. They had, uh, so I got, I, I get the conventional thing you're, you're talking about. You're talking um, about the bench, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The bench. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so like last year there was a lot of versatility guys would step in two way guys would step in everybody. It was just plug and play all year. And because of the injuries, because of uh, guys moving up in their roles and, and nobody there to replace them, it's kind of been like, Hey, you're, you're mopping the floor, stack the shelves too. Hey, also throw out the trash also do this. And it's like, and it, it's no, it's no shock to anybody who's paying attention that why they're breaking down, why they're not doing the things they do normally do well, why they're, those are all falling apart. So like why Bam's defense is taking a step back is because he's got to plug more holes than usual. He's got Gabe's shooting uh, and inconsistencies, not only because of injuries, but it's just because of role. He has no cohesion. There's no cohesion. Like Carlos Tiana says uh, with, with the bench and, and with the starters and, and stuff like you Max. see flashes and stuff, Max, Max, <laughs> another one who has to guard uh, three through five. And, and it was a well. Frankie. There was a stretch in the season. He had run the fifth most miles in the NBA. And he was playing <laughs> at 40 minutes and pulling up, yeah. running for the role. Like those, they're not comfortably in their roles. And, and the, those, you know, you've seen Max and, and Kyle for a long stretch of the season have been paying for those early minutes yeah. where they're, they didn't, couldn't pick up a 10 day guy. They couldn't, uh, you know, Spo didn't trust um, Orlando Robinson or Jamal Kane yet of the two-way guys. Drew Smith didn't get right. enough run. Like, and, who and is Nikola Jovic? Nikola Jovic is getting DMP guys. Who is he? I don't never heard of her. But that, that's your, those are your main additions. Is the, the two new two-way guys? Right. You have Jovic, um, and and you couldn't trust Spo didn't trust any of them early on, and that's on mm -hmm. the front office and Spo to have some mismatch communication because they you got to get you guys the coach is going to have a vision yeah by this point suppose been coaching uh with the heat since 07 uh since 08 09 he's been the head coach you know the type of guys he likes you know what he wants to run and if you don't by this point that, that you're not good at your jobs you know the athletes you know the defense you know the versatility 
that he wants to run and and what he needs and you didn't do your job in getting those those uh that archetype for him and oh you get... no he had some help in it too frankie he he made no, he, some he, decisions on he definitely too. does he definitely does uh he definitely has a say in it but i, I you know like like i don't think spo doesn't have a say in in the 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 front office and getting stuff but i don't put it on him because that's not his main job right. his it's main his job, job is to coach right, what right. he's got he, he right. has input, but it's not right. – he, he doesn't have any – He's not the final set. boss. He ain't yeah, the final exactly. boss. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he definitely has uh, – like the, the bench just I, – I can't be mad at them because they've, they're all miscast. They're every right. Like everybody on the roster pretty much is miscast, uh, and they, they need to do a lot better um, right. what, with moves, with I, – I, I, I don't think on the roster there is something that they can mix and match and get them right. Um you know, I'm not a fan of, of I haven't been a fan of moving Tyler to the bench all season just because you're gonna you're gonna commit that money to him. You need to invest in him. You're you're invested in him financially. Invest it's gotta work. It's gotta work. Him and the starters has to work because you're not paying him all that money and investing that much of your cap and your future into him being being six uh, a perennial sixth man of the year. That's not that's not realistic. You need to know Well, maybe you shouldn't have so soon. I I mean, that's what I was saying in the beginning. And we were talking about that in the early season. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you, you have to um, take what you have. If you you didn't make any changes, so what's the, you have to try things. Yeah, we talked about this early on in the season. You got to try things. You see Bam trying shooting more, being right. more invested in the offense. You see guys being miscast, but that's part of it. You got to find what they're good at, what they can do. You got to try right. things. It hasn't all been pretty. Partly also because you're dealing with a lot of guys who are 25 and undrafted and not a lot of athleticism, so there's not a lot of ceiling on a lot of these guys. I think. Um, come on. Go ahead. So, and I agree with that fully. Um, and this goes back to like when I was <laughs> in junior high playing basketball, and when I was, you know, when when I was in the sixth grade, I never touched a basketball in my life, and I decided I was going to play. And I remember one time the starters were playing like shit. So the coach said, all right, I don't even know y'all names. Y'all five get in there. And that's what it was, right? So we got in there. I think we were down by like 20. We got in there. We cut it to like seven. Took everybody out. Four minutes left. Put the starters back in. We lost by 20. So... (laughs) That's what's not supposed to happen. That's what's not supposed to happen. So here's here's how I look at the heat in a nutshell. You're only as good as your star. Either they're going to go down and help you come back out, or they're going to realize they ain't got it and you're going to bring it home. It was a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Um, The, The disrespect. It is. It's it's very disrespectful. She owed me for that. Um, but the thing <laughs> is, is that we keep looking and we keep we keep looking for something to happen as to the bench isn't supposed to win you games every night. That's not they're supposed to just be steady with the occasional. Oh, damn. I can't believe Gabe did that. That's what that's supposed to be. We're we can't. We can't continue down the road and say we suck because these five guys sitting on the bench that suck and three of them are making 1.2 million. Yeah. <laughs> you, like like 
No, because I, I'm at the point where I want to say all these things. For instance, does anybody know that last year's shooting from Max was actually the anomaly that wasn't real? That wasn't real life. He's never shot that well in his life. He actually has never shot over, what, 35%? I do believe. I, I don't think he ever was... shot 40% even in college. That's the point. That's why I said his life. 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 <laughs> I mean life. I mean life. I mean D. What was he? What was he? D three and DePaul never. Yeah. So yep. the fact that we're crying that he ain't shooting well, he never shot that well. Last year was the anomaly. Last year was where, you know how it says everything needs to go right. Everything went right for them except for Kyle and Max's hamstring in Game Seven. Other than that, everything else went right for them. That doesn't happen all the time. Basketball ends up being about skill and will. Yep. Like we, you can't always play skill, for will, like, and athletes and height. It, like it's you not cannot gonna always bounce your way. So yeah. I, I, I'm I'm looking at it this way. We got four starters who should have won that game last night. I, and I don't care what y'all think. I, I don't care like what anybody in the chat says. But your four starters, and, and Kyle, Jimmy, Bam, and Tyler, they were supposed to win that game. I don't care what nobody else did. I don't care. I don't care if Gabe got five fouls in three minutes. I don't care. <laughs> you had enough. You had enough. But y'all really let Mason, Mason Plumley play in y'all face. So that's what I'm mad well. about. Like, no. let's just be real. So, on that note, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna come back to you. But on that note, I want Brian to, to get ready for your yeah. breakdowns because I think we're about to get into something. So, Brian, <laughs> master yep. ceremony, whenever you're ready. All right. Okay. So, all right. So, we're talking about. Uh, you can pause it, Brian. So. I got six. We got three offense and, and three defense. This is these are all from the Boston game. Um, I had some stuff from the Orlando game, and in the Orlando game, they actually corrected some of these things. I didn't watch last night, um, but these are issues that have kind of presented themselves um, all season. Frankie Tiff, jump in when mm -hmm. when you want to, when you feel it. So we talk a lot about like their kind of lack of like. Um, dynamicism like they, 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 there's nothing kind of happening when stuff is happening on one side there's you you don't get the pj pennons the hammers stuff like that so go ahead brian when they do do kind of creative things which they've kind of been doing recently false so you have this uh this kind of double screen set up for tyler um and also out of it max is going to back screen for bam bam's going to roll max is going to fly to this left block tyler can kind of pop in this area over here go ahead Tyler can get in this pocket right here. That's that screen. Max pop out here. Bam, dive, pause. And so now you have like the stretching of kind of everything that's happening in the middle. Dude in the corner is aware he has one, but also he has something happening here. You can't cheat all too, too far over off on Hamish. So go ahead. Um, and Bam doesn't even roll hard. Like he kind of just trots. And later in the game, uh, Gabe takes a little dribble and he makes that lob and it's a dunk, but that's a good shot. And so like when they have kind of like multiple actions simultaneously mm -hmm. or, or just whatever, um, things kind of look good. But when they don't, um, you can go to the next one. I, I like like pause. So like basketball for me, 
the court, things happen in shapes, like things happen in like chunks of space. Um, so you have like blocks, you have pockets or circles, like that pocket Tyler could have pulled up into the last clip. And then like things that kind of present themselves in all the kind of triangular faces. And the the key is to like get into those shapes of space as directly kind of as possible. Miami plays around the outside of their space. So go ahead. We get this kind of pause. So this is how this kind of, it's not as tight, right? Like everyone is kind of close, but there is space there. Go ahead. They even managed to stretch it out a little bit more. Go ahead, Brian. They 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 get it a little bit further away from the basket and stretch it out a little bit more. Pause, right? So Max comes off. He makes a good decision and go ahead. This is how they most tend to, to utilize kind of slashing into that space. They look at a lot of lobs, but when they don't or when the lob's not there, um, then you kind of just have them kind of flowing with, without – I don't know, some kind of like intentionality. And then last one for the offense. And then we don't always pass into the space. I don't know, pause. I don't know what it is with Tyler and his role then, but he has to find some level of comfort with someone other than Bam. Um, and his role men also have to do a better job at putting themselves in places where Tyler can feel comfortable getting it to him. So go ahead. Either you're going to penetrate into the space, you're going to lob into the space, or you're going to pause. Or you're going to look at this whole like right side. Orlando could space a little bit more, but we don't know what Orlando's touch is. Kind of not even. I'm not right. talking from three. I'm talking mid range. This is why these are the types of shots that Bam would probably should want to take. Space out here a little bit, but like that's what I'm saying. We we go away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. We play into the crowd. Tyler's always refusing screens and and dribbling right back into places of defense. When we see Tyler refuse the screen, our corner person to just stay there and won't clear out until like the last minute. Um, and then so so some stuff defensively. So um, y'all have pause. Y'all got anything about that offensively? That, like, you know, I, it, it's the same thing over and over. The last play, like you just showed, we yeah we had the whole side of the floor cleared. Um, like you said, we don't know if Orlando is comfortable with the 15 foot jump shot or maybe he could have, he could have rounded it out his, his run into mm-hmm. that open space, got the hand up, you know, get fouled, get lob, get a lob, get a foul, get something going towards the basket. But yet we kind of do nothing. And then we settle for the contested three. It's like we don't put our bodies into space, but we also don't move the ball into space. Right. <laughs> so like it's just everything's just on, on the ball. Everything yeah. besides everything, the first play, everything's on the ball. If the yeah. there's nothing off like, the ball, every every action is something towards the ball, a screen, a handoff. It's always something. Uh, another thing I noticed: every play started at 14 seconds. They take so like, long to get into <laughs> offense. Yep. You have 24 Johnny, seconds. You you have t- you waste 10 seconds just getting into your play, and then yeah. by the, by the time you run anything, there's four seconds left, and you have to take a quick shot. If the if the yep. defense blows anything up, you're taking a contested shot. Yep. So, um, love everything you guys said. Fully agree. Um, defensively, right? We were talking in the group chat about like you know we we generate a lot of turnovers. We get things out in transition defensively are we submit without having generated some of these turnovers and i don't know that the answer is yes or no but i know where our holes are i know where i would poke at other teams holes if we someone ran a zone on us a little while ago and i hated the way we approached it as much zone as we play our zone offense is not sophisticated enough at all um 
And so, but so there are, and so this Boston game, there are like genuinely like seven plays back to back to back of just middle pick and roll or like horns action. And they're just mm-hmm. shooting a person into their pocket of space. And every time we are reacting in some way differently and Jason Tatum read the fuck out of it this whole game. These are all just from the first half. Um, so go ahead, Brian. I hit pause. I had skipped the, I, again, I got like seven of these. These are three. Um, the first few, he passed off. Dudes penetrated. He had people to kick out who didn't. So he's coming off the screen. Go ahead. And then just the space. Like, you just pause. You just get a body. Uh, Vic had to react because there have been plays where that's been Tyler on this wing and Tyler has reacted late. They run stuff on the opposite side of Tyler to bring it back to his side. So he is the help man. Um, so again, there are seven plays in this series. I might post this later. This is like four of the seven. I think the next two are, what is this? Oh yeah, this is, I'm not sure why this is kind of at the end of this here or why it's playing so choppy. Some like offense is not a great offense possession. Cool. We're getting into the defense. Or right, I, I again, I'm sorry, I'm not sure what this is. Keep going. I know the defense is at the end of it. Um, same thing. Space here offensively if we want to. No. Dribbling into tightness. We come back down defensively. Look, just solid Orlando. Rebound put back. But again, they come back defensively and it's the same variation of of, of what they've been doing. Go ahead. That was the last clip that we had. So it was a bit of sudden. I think you had something. No, I sent, I don't, I'm not sure what happened there. I, I sent you six, but yeah, like the they they they've had yeah. they've had some issues offensively and they've had some issues defensively. The man has been issues at time. They tried to buffer it and go to kind of their zone. The only zone that kind of works for them is that awkward like one one two one that I call. And so they just I don't know. They've had stuff again. This is all from the Boston game. They've corrected some stuff I didn't watch last night, but this is just some of the stuff I've seen. I have so much shit that I just haven't done anything with. Yeah, I think last night there were a lot of defensive lapses. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. There were way more than we would normally see. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The whole but, game was know, a defensive lapse. It was. But I also <laughs> just think that like you you just got to you got to figure out a way you got to figure out a way to just get more. And I keep yeah. saying and especially if um this is what it is, you got to figure out how to get more. Um I I keep saying to Bond in our chats that the first thing I keep seeing from fans uh, on Twitter, we got three players averaging 20 points and we're still not winning. And we're still not scoring points. well. Well, and what? points have to Ain't points have to be no, it's not a lie. And points have to be effective. Yeah. Like impactful. Are, People out yes. here putting up buckets that I don't feel. Like damn, right. pinch me. Right. Like the, there's a hundred like guys that averaging twenty in the league right now. Like right, right. Well, and it's also kind of like when are when are players getting these points? Are players getting yeah. these points because they're stopping runs? Like when do these points come throughout the course of the game? Um, because in a lot for the large part, they're not they're they're not impactful. If 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 right. if it was impactful, you would have won yesterday. Like this is how this is how it is. Like you're not. You're not stopping runs. You're you're not you're you're not making the defense fear you, which yeah. is the defense is also... isn't reacting to the scoring is the problem. Right, right. They're they're like, go ahead, Tyler, shoot. Go ahead, Bam, shoot that mid range. Go ahead, go ahead. The the one thing we've seen yes. recently is is them doubling hard at Jimmy, uh, to disrupt them. That we've seen it since the Mavs game, and the Heat still haven't really figured out a consistent formula to count, counter it. Right. They're struggling. They they kick it out, and they my. I know that I know this drives Siobhan crazy, but they kick it back out and they hold and let the, the defense reset. You just right, sent right. two to the yeah. ball. We kick it out. We have an advantage of four on three and we're going to let right. them go play a four on four back. Yep. We were yep. so slow at that. And that's, but that's also on guys not being in the right positions. You should have it. it it's, it's a guy like, you know, the doubles coming. I need to have somebody who, there who's going to be able to attack the four on three, like it, right. it's it's Golden State. Golden State doesn't put Kevon Looney in in there when when the doubles are coming. They put Draymond there because he's gonna get that. He's gonna slip, get the pass, right. and attack a four on three and get get a good shot out of it. And the Heat Hell, don't have can, anything out of that. Kick that back out, Frankie, and you could deliberately work. Know that you want to work it all the way around the horn. Mm -hmm. Put Caleb as the one in the corner. Let them like fake worry about that jump shot, but let him getting back to like jabbing right, ripping baseline, and then playing either that float, throw it up right. to Bam. They like they have shit and I just they just don't go to things. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they don't have shit. I don't know. Right. Like we don't we don't know. <laughs> We're all at a loss right shit. now. We have we have no idea what they got. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I thought this this would be kind of cute. I wanna know, um, because you guys you you play on Twitter a little bit. Um Give me, give me a fan complaint that you've seen that's either spot on or unhinged. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead, Bon. I didn't know how. I oh, give me a, Brian. Please go. I didn't know that's how we was formatting this. Brian, you want to jump in on this? Or any anything about Pat Riley being washed? Is that like? <laughs> is that is that one of them? Is that your spot on or on him? No, right? that's not spot on. I think it's just. <laughs> I, honestly, that's I think fans expect way too much out of a front office these days. 
I, they they expect like if they lose like a three game losing streak to make a trade right afterwards, like they would on two K. Like that's yeah. not realistic. Right. They're gonna have to stick with this team until this trade deadline, and even then, I don't even know how much of a change they'll make in this roster at this point because it looks like the trade market is it's pretty dry. bare. Like there's too many teams that are contending right now. I don't think there's that many sellers. Like even yeah. the Raptors, who I think would sell, probably won't sell into the off season. Like. I've seen rumors about OG. I've seen rumors about Fred Van Vliet. Well, he might be the one that has to be traded just because he's up. If they don't trade him now, it's basically the same thing that happened to Lowry. They just let him go for agency and walk. He's going to opt out of his contract. He wants, right. Apparently, he wants. Uh, he says he wants Tyler Hero money, is what he, What was the report I read the other day. Fred? Um, Ooh. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> have given Tyler Tyler money, so maybe I would. <laughs> but regardless, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this, so far to me, this trade deadline is going to be underwhelming. And I think Heat fans are going to be upset about it because the offseason was underwhelming to begin with. And we, and I think right. Heat fans felt like the Heat maybe were going to just wait until the trade deadline and see how things played out with their current roster, to see how they perform with the starting lineup that we mentioned earlier with Caleb starting and Tyler starting, and just to see how things would play out. And then if they needed to make a move, they'll make that move at the deadline. I just don't know who's out there, who's available that the Heat, one, would target, and two, would realistically give up any of their, like, few assets that they have to give up right, right now. This Like, the only piece I can think of outside of OG would be, like, maybe switching out Lowry for either a guard and a wing and maybe getting two role players out of his one large-sized contract, which I think would still be smart to do. Clippers. Um, the, only, the only other player I would really want would be, like, a package around Chris Paul. I would give up two first-round picks for that, to be honest. And I, I know there's there's been rumblings about maybe they might move him, um, Phoenix, and he's been playing really well this last month. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, two first? Um, I, I, I was I, up two first. So, but it's, it doesn't matter if they. So we're just gonna have the best two man game. It is Chris Paul is not going to matter <laughs> if the shooters aren't then also doing something themselves. Chris Paul and is then, the shooter. Yeah, Chris Paul is a shooter, and he and to me, I think the offense would actually be like run way better than Lowry ever was last it, season. Like there was points of last season where Lowry was a I, good I, setup I, man, and then that went away, and they haven't gone back to that this season basically I, at all. What is how many making years him a he has on man. his deal? How many years does Chris Paul have left? On he has. So he had, it's he he signed a three year extension this past off season. I think he has this year and then two more years left on his contract. Next season is half guaranteed. The final year of his contract okay. is no guarantee. Okay. So they can so, get rid of him if they want oh, and wait so and stretch him. Okay. Now, if he yeah. like really is bad, they can yeah, you can, yeah. They can just dump that money. And if you not told have to me he if you said now Chris Paul and forward to be named later i'm all in no i'm telling y'all there ain't no one else on that team that i would want if it's a buyout yeah now if if they throw if if he's a throw in with chris paul yeah then i'm not mad at that he no shade but but i'm not giving up first of all i'm not swapping if we're only getting jay i'm not swapping um Caleb. I'm not moving Caleb Duncan. for, for Jay. I'm saying we get CP3 and Jay. And that'd be right, the trade that would have that would be the only I way I that. would do that. That's the only way. But I, I, I wouldn't even want to throw in the picks because I'd be like, yeah, I'm giving no. you Caleb's an upgrade over if you're gonna include Caleb, which I don't I, I don't include it. I Caleb's I my my upgrade for, for I'd Jay. I'd include Caleb. Caleb you have to include Caleb because that's where you're playing Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you put Caleb back on the bench where he should be. 
Right. No, I, I think I think if they get Jay in a buyout, the 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 movie's to dump yeah. Deadman somewhere. I think he's going to get traded. I think he's, 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 gonna think he's, gonna he's going to get Milwaukee. He's, he's, he's probably, probably going to go Milwaukee because I think at, at Phoenix looks like they're trying to generate some sort of market for him. Is what it looks mm-hmm. like. They're even letting Milwaukee yeah. like talk to him right. in person. Um, to me, it feels like Milwaukee's just going to let this play out into the deadline. And then whoever is the highest bidder, that's who they're going to trade him off to. They don't really care what the, at this right. point, like who they send him to. Um, they're not going to. They're not going to make Crowder happy. They're, at this point, they're right. done with like satisfying. Like because I think they gave him enough time to find his own deal. They at did. this point, they're just going to take whatever highest bid they get. And if it's a team that's a contender, good for him. But at this point, I don't know who else would really trade more than like a second round pick for him. And Miami could do it, but the contracts that they have to send out, I'd rather use in a different move. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. I, I unless it's in combination with. I'm not player. even thinking about trading for a point guard, unless no, that falls no. into my lap. I get it. Like Kyle it would have to be an been, It would have to be an upgrade if I'm going to trade. Right. Well, Kyle has been underwhelming. Like we can all agree, he has been underwhelming. Up. But like, no shade, no tea. Like, is that the biggest problem on the team? Absolutely. Sadly, not. Because, no. Combination of things. It's a combination of things, but the thing about it is, is that like if Kyle isn't playing well, girl, you're not gonna be in in this fourth quarter. Yeah, but to me, I think yeah. Kyle's problem is that he's not even fitting as like just playing off ball anymore. He can't because he physically it doesn't look like he physically can. Like, let's be honest. He starts out and- well, and then it seems like as the progresses, he loses momentum throughout the game. And, and that's then, to be expected. He doesn't get the ball. And to me, I feel like that's like, I'm, I'm not assuming like, I mean, Bond would know, like ball's energy with players. But and, he, he's, and he's not, not touching the ball, ball enough. But yeah. he's not going to get it. Like, yeah. why, okay. I don't well, know Frankie, why we thought. He's a rhythm guy. He's always been an on the ball guy. When he's off the ball, it's because the ball is moving. It's And, and the, yeah. he's playing completely off the ball. Him with the second well, unit last season, the ball yeah. moved. Yeah, there was because there was everybody energy. Everybody thought it was cute. There was everybody energy. thought it was cute when you when you took Caleb and Tyler off the bench and put them in the starting lineup. But you got four, no, you got not. four players out there that need the ball, that literally need it. They can't do much without it most of the time. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And that's why that's why it feels like Kyle doesn't get it off ball because if you take I wonder I wonder what and I don't mean to pile on to the young man but damn like I wonder what Tyler's I don't know if it's effectiveness what is his whatever the word I'm looking for without 
the lob to Bam because a lot of what he is able to generate um, comes with the threat of him being able to. I'm either going to take this floater, or I'm going to scoop right. it up to Bam, and you're not going to know which one. And that's I'm not, and that's not a right. knock to him, but it like you said, with Kyle being a rhythm guy and someone who at least needs to feel it on occasion. To I'm okay with him kind of dictating some of the decisions, but I also need him as a as a piece in the moving of it. Right. And if it gets back to him on some, oh no, I see something here, then do that right. point guard. But like otherwise, he feels like he fits better or or not fits better. I don't even want to jump into that, but like rhythm and, and right. movement and well, I don't know. I think that's like it, well with the question, it what's on spot and what's unhinged. I think there's a there's a mix of both of that when if you're talking about like Heat Twitter and, and and Kyle Lowry. I think there is a lot of people who are on spot about like what he's given and what he can give. I think a lot of people are, are unhinged thinking he's the, the biggest problem. Well, a lot of people think he's the biggest problem with the team right now. Well, that's no. I got that's I got a spot on one. And I'm going right, to cheat. Go. I'm going to take it from my guy, uh, John Jablanca, who I, I like to call John Jagenda. Because uh, he's always got an agenda with his stats. Right. You know, he's got, always got a point to prove with when he just posts some stats. Uh, but he posted what? the last three games, the lineups with Bam, No Butler, Lowry, or Tyler are minus 16 in uh, net rating in 38 minutes, 87 offensive rating, 103 defense. Um, the worst part is the player stats. Struess, 21 on 6 for 15. Gabe, 16 on 5 for 16. Caleb, 9 for on 4 for 7. Oladipo, 8 on 4 for 17. And Bam, 8 on 4 for 9. Why are we playing this lineup? The problem with that lineup is it's it's supposed to be a Bam-featured lineup. Yep. And if you didn't hear, if you, you know, I know I threw a lot of numbers at you. Struess, Gabe, Vic, all almost twice as many shots as, as Bam in that lineup. Yeah. And they're wondering why that lineup can't score. That earlier in the season, Tyler yep. was in in on that lineup, and they had a lot of yep. um, uh, of good energy in there because you got to feature them. You got to play guys a spot up roles and play them off the ball and, and be really comfortable. And you got yep. to hide Tyler defensively a little bit because you got to he got to play him with better defenders who fit what he does well on defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's him play team defense and not yep. get hunted as well because the other guys could cover for him. And I thought that was a great lineup that I don't know why they've gone away from, but yep. you know I, I love the idea of a, and we saw Vic and, and Tyler develop some really good chemistry yep. for stretches. Um, they early should on. play more. They should together. play more together. I don't understand what these lineups are. They ran a uh, Spo ran a Caleb and the bench lineup last game for like, and they they allowed like twenty points in like four minutes. It was horrendous, horrendous. The, the on game I haven't watched it yet. Is that the game? It, oh, it's in the third quarter. Yeah. It's in the third yeah. quarter. <laughs> and the, they, and they the third quarter, they they blew a twenty point lead. Yeah. We're down twenty. We're down ten. Um, or it, it was a 20 point flip, my bad. And they were up 10, mm-hmm. went down 10. And they yeah. he calls a timeout in, in the early part of the fourth quarter and he keeps the exact same lineup in. Yep. Doesn't make a single change. I'm like, okay, what, do, what are you going to tell, tell them? Try harder? <laughs> like your talent. And, yeah. and then they almost make a comeback late in the fourth quarter. And then right. obviously, like, uh, there was, no, like one, there was one specific shot from Tyler <laughs> yeah. that really pissed me off because he was so wide open that he should have made it. And it would have been like a one point lead for Miami. 
And obviously they went back the other end. I think they made their own three. It was a six points. It was basically a six point swing. And that was basically the game from there. Right. But those aren't the, like, just a harp no, on that. For, I, like, I those aren't the, that lineup led to that moment. But yeah. that, to, re, to your point, that's why this team plays so many fucking close games. Yeah, yeah it's it's a little thing. It's There's no margin for error for yeah. the coaches. None. And for the, the that has no margin for error. None. And this was kind of evident to me last year. Like, even so, even some of the lines. So, Everyone had gotten through their injuries and the the starters were back or whatever. But like there was a point in the season where and I forget what number it was, but it's like your bench was in whatever metric more productive than what your starters were. And like that sounds like a cool. Oh, it was net rating. It was net rating. They were outscoring the other team uh, with, with at least I think it was like two, two starters on the floor so like predominantly our bench was out out start out score yeah that so that like that feels like a cool thing to boast about and it would be again if you were continuing to feed the pipeline of the bench you have not fed the pipe you've bled the bench and have not put anything else into it and so like it's again a tiny kind of just back to the beginning it's it's some of it does some of this makes complete sense. It's of no surprise, but I don't know. I do I do think the offense stabilizes some. I don't see them continuing to shoot this poorly. I, yeah. I like kind of some of the stuff that they've been doing offensively up top. Like this really shallow kind of weaving motion that I, I talked about in the first, but they have stuff. And what I really, really like too is like like the chunks of space on the floor that I yeah. talk about. They've been just sending one through that. And then bringing the ball handler kind of immediately through that you you're mm-hmm. pulling your like vacuum sucking the defense and still right. opening space and we're we're getting things toward the back. It's like they have things. Um, I I just I don't know. Right. Maybe it's some strange decision making sometimes. <laughs> do you do you guys strangest. do you guys think that the shooting might come back once this all star break comes around and they have like that week off to like just kind of regenerate and. Because to me, that seems like the time where usually slow teams enough. start to click. Right. Um, and and especially like for Tyler, he's been pretty good in the second half of seasons. Like last year, he was averaging almost like 28 a game for like that two-week stretch coming off the All-Star break. I don't know. Is that something you guys think could happen? If, if your worry is just like starting to click again, maybe. But if it's tied into the physical demand and the – fatigue yeah. and all of that then you set yourself up to that answer being no um and i feel like we always talk in a vacuum like we always talk about like like it's just miami on the floor like right. other teams don't set out to do and get better and like need breaks too and get guys back healthy and like all of this stuff um so i I, I, I guess in theory you should and hopefully some of the offense figures itself out which lends to that but yeah. based on just a week to rest no right I think the problem with me where I'm just kind of like where you think it should get better, but these there's these little like, you know, um, these little air bubbles that keep popping up that keeps tell that keep telling me, no, Tiff, you trust trust where you were a week ago and stay there. Um, because for don't instance, get fooled. Don't get fooled. Don't fool also, yourself. Here's a here's an issue. Is Jimmy playing no. tomorrow? No. I heard he's yeah. not playing. So, th- so there's there's we another. The so there's another yep. what 
Is that going to be another 35 Sorry, to 40 minute night for Max? Just running? And guarding and guarding bigs? So this is, yeah. this is, yeah. We're so, going to have Max box on home. <laughs> Max getting ducked on. We got Max trying to box out Evan Mobley. Gabe yes. on Evan Mobley. Yes. Gabe, Max, gonna and Kyle going to be trying heart. to box out Evan Mobley. It ain't going to work. Um, <laughs> So those are the things that worry me because the fit, like you said, it's the physical demand that nobody thinks about that these people are taking constantly because they're out of position. They're out of position. They're playing heavy minutes and they're like, everybody keeps saying what they did last year. That wasn't supposed to happen. This is, this is where there's something there. It wasn't like now we, again, you fucking with the fake. The universe be like, all right, now, now I gave you some the first so, time. So I don't know. And, and Brian, I think that's a good thing to kind of like, especially like tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's game and Thursday, that's a good like thing to look out for, to see like exactly what the shooters do. Um, one of the things that we do have to acknowledge, and I don't want us to feel like we're piling on the shooters and everybody, this or that. Um, Max, and Gabe aren't shooting as aren't making as many threes, but they're making Correct. a lot of shots. So that's something that we have to take into account. And you know, the offense has to start looking different. If you feel like, you know, if Max is only going to give you two threes a night or three threes a night, but then he's going to go to the paint and then give you two layups, a mid range, and this yeah. like. You have to start thinking differently. You got to think outside of the box because they're scoring. They're just not scoring the ways that you want them to score. Yeah. I know they're not even taking as many threes uh, this past month. I think they're taking just about as many mid-range than they are right. threes, which leads me to believe that they're kind of just trying to find new ways to, you know, float or like just find life in their offense. And right. obviously nothing's really working to this point. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, Carlton. I mentioned saying Gabe and Jimmy are questionable for tomorrow's game in Cleveland, so I saw that Jimmy was on injury report. Right. I didn't know that Gabe was on it, too. Yeah, uh, that's a big see, that's a big deal. What did you say, Frankie? I was gonna say that, um, I think part of their struggles comes from their uh lack of ball movement, like impactful ball movement. Guys hold on to the ball mm -hmm. too much. Um, I've stressed on Twitter. We don't set good screens. We don't, we don't run set. to screens. We jog our asses, and we don't make contact most of the times. Yeah, and 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 the guards had a, such a terrible habit of like running before the the, the big has set a screen, screen that they would set. get them into offensive yep. fouls, and so the the bigs are 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 trying to react to that, and and there's right. no there's not enough cohesion there. But um, it, it's you know, it, and it, this isn't all on any one person because tyler does this right. bam does it jimmy right. does it uh caleb do it they all catch it and hold vic does it yep. too catch and hold they don't they don't they catch jab the step last one that triple threat right. and and they they uh, need to make quicker decisions quicker decisions with the ball yep. and and attack the advantage attack the gaps like as you talked about the zone offense earlier siobhan that's one of their biggest issues they catch it and they hold they have a lane to drive they shoot the shot yep. instead of attacking the lane Shit like that. That just they have kills the me. lane to drive. They some we don't settle in the middle. And I don't know if we feel like if we catch it in the middle, we have to shoot or operate from there. But just 
sinking the defense people do it to us all the time it's so frankie like it stresses me out as much zone as we run that yeah. when we see it we don't attack we it have no idea what to do with it. we have no intentionality in our zone approach at all it's nuts you're getting you get to the ball you swing it you have a lane you drive you force the next guy to step up you move it to the next guy somebody slot right. cuts somebody uh, drifts into space so you can have the kick out pass like you can mo make something happen but it's not only you zone, have high low looks they have they have high low looks in the zone you put bam in the dunker spot zone. vic vic drives to the basket the guy helps Throw it to bam right. you shoot the if he doesn't you shoot the floater you shoot the the midi like there's this is there's a lot of stuff that is fixable and there and there it's so much it's it's, all it's of it so much fixable, stuff it's so much stuff like <laughs> it, it's it's stuff that should have been addressed training camp with the returning yes. group right that yeah. you had all these guys returning it's we're 51 games in yeah they're no, not practicing we're 51 no, games in this is who they not. are right this is so with that being said let's head to um Let's look ahead to the Cavs and the Knicks. Okay. Um, I mean, big games. These are up. these are these are big games, especially in the standings. Um, Both on the road. I got them right phone. here. Check my phone. You got the standings up. What, do, what? Yeah. Can you tell us what's happening with the standings? He are two are in, currently in sixth. They're two and a half behind Cleveland. They're one game up on the Knicks. Uh, Knicks are in the seventh seed, so they are the final play-in spot. So like. All this talk about they're they're good good because of their sixteen and eight in their last twenty four, right. they could go they get a bad week, Bam misses any time, they can slip right back into the play in. You know what snuck up on us real quick all of the time that motherfuckers felt like oh they're just figuring it out like we don't really care it's still early it's still too soon like all of that all of that. A, that's why I got so mad good, yesterday. That's that's, <laughs> that's why sports. I got so mad yesterday because it was like, like I there was that's, definitely a time for them to get their shit together right. early on. Like you can t get some of those losses, but yesterday they were fully healthy. Nobody missed yeah. that last game. How and there's yeah. been a lot of these really bad losses with them completely yeah. healthy and the other team not. And and they need to oh, rack no. up wins. They need to that's rack also, up wins. Otherwise, they're the, they're gonna be fighting for the play in. Frankie, you know, it's all like coach speak. It's rhetoric. We're figuring it out. We're doing this. We're doing that. Like I saw you, some good things. Some stuff we got to work right, on. I right. like what we did here. When you started the season, <laughs> you were already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Like you were already behind yes. the eight ball when yes. the season started. Like not even a little bit. So that's, you know, that's a big thing. And you're you're playing two teams who are – you know, um, there's been some slippage lately with both teams, but these teams are comfortable with who they are. They're going to play their style of game, and whatever happens, happens. Um, yeah. Are they great teams? No, but they're good enough to go out there and mollywop us. Like, <laughs> let's not act like they're not good enough. How does – We don't match up well Tiff, with how the Cavs. Do, how do the Knicks play? What... I mean, <laughs> everything match up well with the Knicks. What is the Knicks style? I'm t everything is going with Brunson. It's going whatever he wants to do. He either is going to pass that thing, which is second, because he's looking to score. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm just telling him what it is. He's looking to I score. What is he averaging? 20-something a game. He's looking to score. And 
He's strong. He likes to get to the basket. He likes to use that shoulder. He likes to dip it. He likes to get into the middle of the paint. 22. 22 Uh-huh. He has a floater that is is nice. And not for nothing, but he will will and can make the right pass. Like, like we we can laugh about him. You talk about him being strong. Yeah. He's He's fourth in the league in drives. You talk about him being strong. You hear that? Fourth in the league in drives. This idea that, like, fourth in the league. This idea that, like, size is only effective in one way. Like, it's right. just tall or it's just long. Like, width isn't, like, stockiness. Like, mm-hmm. he's a stocky, Strength. strong dude. And it's so yep. weird. Miami is so fucking perfectly positioned at being almost, like, right in the middle. We're not big. We are little vertically. And we are not, like, we strong, but we're not girthy. We don't have, like... Like, like, I don't know, like, well seasoned weight. We got like all <laughs> trained and cut up. Weight. Like, we don't, I don't know. Like, Nia Steven, Moines and I were right. We should have traded for Jalen in the offseason, <laughs> bro. That was, I thought that was legit gonna happen because, like, that report came out saying that we were gonna meet with him and everything. And then, <laughs> like, literally, so like, 24 later, 24, not even 24 hours later after we did that pod. Right. They were, there was like reports saying that we weren't going to meet with him. He was going to stay in New York, which obviously we should have known. We should have realized because they've been tampering with him since like last year. Right, right. But like my expectations, like I was looking into like everything to like get him and uh, John Collins on one at the time, which I kind of regret now saying. But, <laughs> but ideally, like he would have been a good point guard to have on this roster just because yeah. like he fills a lot of the, the whole, like obviously defensively he's ass, but like at least offensively he gives you what exactly this team <laughs> yeah. is missing with just the the drive and kick and then the yeah. three-point shooting is excellent and he's a great playoff performer on top of that yeah he's he's good and he's a lefty. I, i've watched a yeah Most and i've watched a few of their games and i'm gonna say I'm um it, yep. it's very it's no i mean i live in new york <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know they're not just brunson like They've no, got a bro. lot of little pieces that do a yep. lot of little things. Um, they're they better this year. That's for yeah, sure. They're, they're a lot better, better this year. year. Technically, we do too. Are there things doing their things? Listen, our, our little things that's supposed to do the things ain't doing the things. Right. I mean, and the other thing is that what I think ultimately made them better, it's not the Julius Randle show. Like, he's right. still getting his shots and his opportunities, but the fact that they have Brunson – who kind of sprays it around and makes sure that other people are in the action and like um, all these other things. It does allow Randall to kind of play a more smoother game where he doesn't have to take a hundred dribbles like he likes to do and then shoot like some ridiculous fadeaway. Like you don't need to do that anymore. Um, yeah. RJ's you know, been like, solid. They have a, they have a nice little team quickly. Exactly. They have a nice little squad. Um, I feel like physically, though, the Heat can match up with them. Like, I, I'm not really worried about, like, matching up and That's, with to me, if y'all had to pick one of these next two games, obviously that's the game you expect them to win on the road. But yeah, I, that's, I, if, I that's if Jimmy plays. Because I think he'll miss tomorrow, one. if I had to guess, and he probably plays the game in right. New York. Right. Um, the Cavs, on the other hand, I mean, they can look over the top of us. <laughs> we're, we're not yeah. very big. They're five so, and five in their last ten, which is I haven't watched them enough to to know why they're losing those games, to be honest. Was Mitchell out? I don't is he out? Did he get hurt? No, yeah, I think he's been here. 
He's been playing. I'm looking. Yeah, they just won. They just won against the Clippers, and they blew him out too. They blew the Clippers out. (laughs) They blew the Clippers out. Yeah, Mitchell played. He only played 20 minutes. And so there's some there's. But they barely played any of their. They're a team who's been like roller. So they rested. They've been roller coastery themselves, but where where their roller coaster began at is like higher than where. So we're both like doing the same kind of up and down shit, but right. their baseline is different size length, athletics, and the guard spots. Like right. So mm-hmm. if you guys had to pick, uh, what's what's the record between these next two games? I'm gonna say one and two. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, one and two one. games. One and one. Oh, yeah, you confused yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I looked and then I looked again. I'm gonna Should say one and one. No. Um, I'm gonna say one and one. Uh, I'm gonna say this heat season's been so annoying that they're gonna beat the the Cavs and then lose to the Knicks. That'd be Wouldn't that'd be such a heat way. That would it would be, be such a heat thing to do. Yeah, they're dropping a disappointing one. <laughs> Maybe they continue to disappoint and lose to the Cavs and like beat the Knicks, and we're supposed to feel good about it. And they had Milwaukee on Saturday, two days later after the Knicks game at Milwaukee. Yeah. And and Giannis is back, and I think isn't Milden back now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, they play Milwaukee after the Knicks. Oh, they're gonna lose to the Knicks. They're gonna lose to the Knicks. Oh, you, you they're gonna get up for that Milwaukee game. game. Yeah, but this is but that's the problem. Yeah. You, you lose. I don't expect Miami to win every single Milwaukee matchup this year. No, too. I don't either. No, and you lose the space not. in the standings, only getting up for certain teams. Like that doesn't. That doesn't make sense right. to me. There you go. Um, right. Middleton's so, been coming off the bench the last uh, few games. He gonna he's, start. He's Saturday. like he's like on a minute restriction right now. He hasn't played twenty. He's gonna start Saturday. You know he is. You know <laughs> he's, he's gonna get, be back. He's full, been gearing up for though. the heat. Yeah. He's so giving him forty. Exactly. That's where we are. They um, have eight games until the All Star break, and six of them are on the road. And they need to be like they and have. They've been bad on the road this year. I mean, they need to be like five and three. All star can't come quick enough. Five of them are on the road, actually. Five are on the road. What are these they next? Play two at home. Yeah, this is three at home. Three at home. What are these next eight games? They got Cleveland, New York, Milwaukee this week. Next week, so they have they actually have a lot of time off between that Milwaukee game and then their next game. So they play Saturday, February fourth against Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Then they come back home and play Indiana on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's not have, an easy one either. Yeah, none of these, are, none of these are easy. Four games. days off. That's that's actually a good break for them. So that's that's not bad. And they play. They have a day off after yeah. that Indiana game against Houston at home. Then they go to Orlando on Saturday. So it's a back to back. Friday and Saturday back to back. And then they play Denver at home. And then they they finish Ooh. out um, their last game before All Star break against Brooklyn. That's on national TV. In Brooklyn too. In Brooklyn. Have we yep. have we seen Denver yet this season? We've played Denver yet. Yeah, we, yeah. we lost at like one. I we think. lost. Yeah, Barely. we lost. It was at Denver. At yeah. Denver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This this stretch right here is just giving. There's three winnable games at least. Janet Jackson. This is but they can't Janet go. They Jackson. can't go four and four though. They have to this, go at least. They have to be a five and three. They have to this be at least is, five and three. Bond, this is giving Janet Jackson nasty. 
Which, okay, look, Miss Jackson. Jackson. Okay, just give it Miss Jackson because this is okay. not it. This stretch is. Let me not put. For the let faint me see heart. these names in my face. Okay, I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put Twitter on pause during this next stretch because y'all gonna oh, be that, out y'all minds. That Cavs game. The Pacers I'm, game. I'm, they'll really fuck around and lose to the Rockets. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Um, they could ooh. They could go mind. four and four. They could go three. After, after the Charlotte that game, anything absurd. is possible. Anything is possible. Uh huh. Yeah. This is yeah, this 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 could be a this could be a, a shining moment or I don't know. Blow it up moment. I don't know what's happening. Um, but before we get out of what here, if, we, if anyone has any <laughs> questions in the next like minute, throw it in the chat. We'll get to it. But we do have one. Brian, do you want to read that question? Um, that are we going to trades to stream? Is, oh, the, no. the other one? <laughs> yeah, the other one. We talk trades, are We talk some trades a little bit. Uh, so the one I have, there's two. The first one was asking uh, about Aaron Baines. He's playing on Australia right now. If Miami would be interested in picking up. Apparently, they're like in the NBL. Um, they're, they're putting out like their last week of the season over there. So he Shout could potentially sign Australia. an NBA contract and play out the rest of the season. Miami wanted to sign him. They would have to sign him later on, um, probably after the deadline to see if maybe they have more space under the luxury tax to make that move work. I would obviously shot. would only sign him if they needed like a center really that badly. But at they this do. point, I look at What's other options before like I go. The drop? I don't know. He's 36, He's I think now. He's kind of old. <laughs> He's solid. He Did was he bad his last year with the Raptors, and then and then he had that he, he had that. Switch. Well, he had a really bad like injury. Yeah, the, for almost the whole injury, year right? that took him out. Um, he was like a I don't know what it was, but it was like he fell like basically. And he he had a neck injury, yeah. but it was something re um, related before that. But he fell down like right. a, like I read the story. He fell down like a flight of stairs, and he had a rehab for like a whole year before he can even come back and play, which is great for him. Like I'm I'm happy that he's able to come back and play competition basketball i just don't know if he's an nba player still to this day yeah all right and like, could he be worse one. than denman i don't know <laughs> nah, nah, go get me the nah. white howard find me the white howard and just let Vic throw lobs to him we're doing this tyler bam curling uh -huh. just throw it in the sky thing just let me <laughs> do that with no. ud would rather yeah. let this team udonis aslam he hates him. <laughs> man, and I love that man to death. Jimmy but, did ooh, too. I'll be happy when that process Yeah, everybody hates up. Dwight Howard on the seat. Like, to me, that, Jimmy he's wanted not to a smack heat. him in the finals. Yeah, he's not a, he's, I mean, to me, sure, he's not a heat fine, type of player. I guess. Fine. He's too much of a no, but I'm talking sometimes. about It's the I, archetype. I, Marcus Cousins would be a guy I want. I've been wanting him for like I've always years. liked Boogie. Right. Bam. I've been wanting he's, him. He's not Boogie no more, though. Now he's just No, he's not Boogie no He's DeMarcus. He's DeMarcus. DeMarcus. I still like him. He's just Marcus. He's just Marcus. I still really uh, like him. Brian, and what was Yo, the other question? Do you know that the go DeMarcus question? video? Yeah, the other no. question was... Um, oh, my gosh. So a okay. so question from Outback on our Discord channel. He says, um, how much, if any, of BAM's rise this season do you guys think can, um, can contribute to his participation in the Olympics? Or has has been contributed because he participated in the Olympics a few years ago. Like, how much do you think that experience helped his game? Was his question. I'll let you guys answer that. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, 
I don't know if it helped his game. I think maybe it helped his confidence. But as far as his that actual part. game, I don't really Bingo. like. I don't know how much behind the scenes he actually like did with guys yeah. and all those things. But I think confidence wise, I think that's probably what like gave him the biggest boost. I don't know. What do you guys think? He's been quoted saying that his Olympic experience was awesome for him to know that he was like on that same level of like being with That's those it. like all stars. Yep. So he knew that he yep. was at least good enough to be on Olympic team. He's not like he's been an all star player before. Right. He'll probably be one this season. So to me, it just gives him reassurance that he is on that level of playing field. Now, right. is he a superstar? Not probably not yet, but he is a top 20 player probably at this point, which is still very good. I mean, right. to be honest, like Did I wish they... Miami could um, probably feed him more offensively than they do currently. Like, he's playing great. I think they could probably use him more. Um, they can't but... use him more offensively unless they get him more help defensively. Well, they need a better passer um, well, <laughs> to get the ball. Too. I, Those I short think, passes still what... suck. They do, and they're so fucking open. Um, I think it's a lot of what Tiff said. It's confidence, right? Like, he has the build, and he has the versatility, and his build facilitates what he should be able to do with regards to a bag. And so I I can fully see it just being on some, like, oh, damn, it was cool to know that I can hang with KD. Like, KD admires me. We worked out. Like, these dudes, I am peers with these people. As far as competitively, I know I'm probably beating on people in Turkey and, like, you know, Botswana or, like, whatever. Just, you know, I They played some pretty good teams. They played France twice in the Olympics. absolutely. And Spain is loaded. France is always loaded. Um, Slovenia is loaded. I don't think they played exactly. Slovenia actually. <laughs> Bam, Bam got to be it's, Kentucky it's, Bam in the Olympics. It wasn't yeah. like he got to like expand on his t- right. skill set. Like I'm, no. I'm sure right. the, the confidence was the biggest thing, and um yep. and the recruiting, <laughs> the recruiting. Yeah, yeah. that would be the biggest helped. thing. Feeling, feeling wanted, right? Like feeling y'all loved. want me to come do this oh. thing. I thought Frankie was talking about like what happened way LeBron and Chris Bosh like maybe four years from now. Maybe, no, a little maybe bit. We'll, maybe oh, we'll but, come back. But it's also very much so that that those guys, like guys around the league, really love and respect Bam. You know, there's a, been a quite a few guys who are like, "Who's your?" They've asked them, "Who's your ideal big that you would want to play with?" And guys would just randomly bring up Bam, just like give Bam right. some love. That this that's the guy I want that I would love to play with. Compliment me defensively, rolls hard, right. sets good screens, passes the ball. Like he does all the little things. Obviously, we want Bam to be more than just that and and find his confidence and stuff and this season like he said he set that goal of, um, of 15 shots uh, a game and he's he's reached that he's been aggressive he's uh done everything you could ask for on both ends like could he be sharper yeah but it's like bond said like you need to give him some help like he can't right. he, you can't have him switching and drop and and break right. up all these plays. He can't guard the ball. And then when they throw the ball inside, he's got to break up the pass too. Like he needs some fucking help. He can't pass the right. ball to himself. He yeah. he needs something. Yeah. He needs a Chris Paul. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.